0: Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. this evening to the book of Hosea it's right after the book of Daniel it's one of the prophets in our Old Testament it's a fascinating story God uses Hosea the prophet and the relationship to his wife to picture the desperate sinful condition of the nation of Israel and the story of Hosea and Gomer is a great picture of how God had to deal with the wickedness of his own people it's also a picture and can be a clear representation of any group of people who at one time has had their confidence and faith in God and has turned their backs on God and gone a whoring after other gods and it's also a great picture and is easily applicable to our own hearts and lives when we sin against the great love of our God and Savior and choose our own way over God's the story of Hosea, Gomer, and the children. Something I'd like to share with you tonight. If you'll follow along with me in God's Word, Hosea, chapter number 1 and verse number 1, the Bible says, The word of the Lord that came unto Hosea, the son of Beri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. And in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms, and children of whoredoms. For the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Deblaim, which conceived and bare him a son. And the Lord said unto him, Call his name Jezreel for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel upon the house of Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again and bare a daughter. And God said unto him, Call her name Lo-Ruhamah, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah and will save them by the Lord their God and will not save them by bow nor by sword nor by battle, by horses nor by horsemen. Now when she had weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she conceived and bare son. Then said God, call his name Lo-Ami, for ye are not my people, and I will not be your God. Verse 10, yet. The number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, Ye are the sons of the living God. Then shall the children of Judah and the children of Israel be gathered together and appoint themselves one head, and they shall come up out of the land, for great shall be the day of Jezreel. Father, I pray you'd bless the preaching of your word. Give us clarity as we study this man Hosea. Lord, apply these truths to our lives in a way that only you can. Convict us of sin. Encourage us with your love. And show us Yourself and Your Word tonight. Bless, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hosea. Hosea's name literally means salvation. It looks a lot like Joshua, doesn't it? Jehovah salvation. Hosea. Hosea is a prophet of God, and Hosea is being used of God in a mighty way. He's going to be used of God to paint a picture and preach a message to the nation of Israel in a time when they really need to hear because they are rebellious. But he's, God's not only going to use his message, but God is going to use the condition of his home, the situation he finds himself in, to paint the picture and prove the love of God. When we look at Hosea, Hosea reminds us of God. It reminds us of his son, Jesus Christ. And we look at this story in the very beginning of Hosea. Verse 1, the, Lord, the word of the Lord that came unto Hosea the son of Beri in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. I'll just have you know something. If you were to take the time and study all that was going on in regards to all the people that are in leadership and are acting as the kings and leadership of the nation of Israel during the time of Hosea, you would see a very ugly picture painted. Murder, deceit, Baal worship, wickedness, it was rampant in the nation of Israel. The same group of people that had watched God meet their need time and time and time again. The same group of people who had experienced God and the plagues and the redemption from Egypt. The same people who had walked through, the same families of people who had walked through the Red Sea on dry ground. The same group of people who had eaten manna in the wilderness. The same group of people who had watched God Defeat the enemies of God as Joshua led the children of Israel into the promised land. This same group of people, in spite of all the blessing of the past, had turned their backs on God. It's kind of familiar to me. Isn't it something that we live in a free land, a free country? We live in a nation that is founded on the principles of God's word. And we see wickedness rampant all around. We've come to a place where we've forgotten God. We've turned our backs on God. We've become vain in our imagination. Wickedness is rampant. I'm optimistic because God is gracious. We live in an evil time. And Hosea came during an evil time, and God called him to do something that's very difficult. Verse number 2, the Bible says, The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife. That sounds okay. Then the rest of the sentence. Of whoredoms and children of whoredoms. For the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. The first person I want to meet and talk about tonight for a moment is this man Hosea. As we read this passage of Scripture, the man Hosea represents for us the Lord Jesus Christ and the love and faithfulness of God. Hosea was called of God to take a wife. Not just any wife, but a wife of whoredoms. Isn't that what Jesus has done? Jesus came to earth and paid the price for the sins of the whole world. He took for himself a bride that was sinful. We see in Hosea the love of God, the faithfulness of God. We see in Hosea the long suffering of our Savior. Oh, folks, we need to be thankful. For the Hosea in our life, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, you all need Him. So do I. Oh, how we need a Savior. Oh, how we need a Christ. Oh, how we need an unconditional love. Oh, how we need someone who will take us in spite of our wickedness and whoredoms. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a faithful Savior, Hosea. Hosea is used of God as a picture first, and then his message has different meaning. I'm fascinated by this little scenario. The picture that God, we meet Hosea and the family situation in the first three chapters of this book of the Bible, from chapters four through twelve, we see Hosea's message going out. You don't see here a whole, whole, whole lot about the actual story and the actual people, Hosea, Gomer, and the children. But God uses this picture to show the nation of Israel what kind of shape they're in, and it reminds me of something. It reminds me that God uses the difficulties of our lives and the troubles that we go through to bring glory to himself and make the message of the gospel clearer and louder and more powerful. And so, folks, I want to encourage you. You find yourself in the midst of life's storms. You're burdened down with the problems that you're facing. I want to encourage you to know something. If you will continue in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ and continue in the principles of God's Word, God will use that very thing that the devil wants to destroy you with to help you be a blessing and present Christ and hope for generations to come. I'll just tell you right now, Hosea has been in eternity in heaven for a long time. And the burdens that he bore and the trouble that he went through, the season that was so grievous, that would send him to tell his children, go find your mother who has sold herself into sin, is in a slave market. Go find your mother and buy her back. Let's buy her back. I'll just tell you, if you could talk to Hosea today and there are some folks we know and love that were here just last week that can talk to him about it today. Jose would testify the difficulty was tough. But my, how wonderful, how wonderful it is to have been the mouthpiece and the instrument that God used to send this message. Folks, when we begin to get weighted down with the cares of life and the burdens that we bear as the children of the Most High God. Just remember what God did with Hosea. God used the trouble in his home to give his message, life, and strength, and beauty, and certainty to the people that were around him. I'm thankful. As I look back on life, I'm thankful for the trouble that I've had the joy and opportunity to bear and the privilege to see God bring me through because the trouble of the past is something that God has used and will continue to use for His glory and His honor if we'll bear our burdens in the spirit of Jesus Christ. Hosea has a terrible situation. He's a picture of Christ. He is asked of God to bear up and take a wife of whoredoms. And the children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. Oh, Hosea, what a great guy. We'll see how God uses him. Number one, Hosea. Number two, Gomer. Let's see Gomer. Verse number two, the Bible says, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and, and children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. Verse three, so he went and took Gomer. Gomer, the daughter of Deblaim which conceived and bare him a son. Here comes on the scene this woman, Gomer. I'll just tell you, if you take your time and study this passage of Scripture and read commentaries, there's a great fuss between commentators and people who are smart or think they're smart one over whether or not she was in whoredoms before they got married or whether or not in whoredoms after they got married. Either way, I think is okay because we understand that she was a woman of whoredoms. Most likely, it looks like to me that where as God took us as His bride in the midst of our sinfulness, she was probably already in her whoredoms when he took her to be a wife. This is not biblical proof that you should marry somebody that's not untrue. That's not what this teaches. But the Bible does unteach us and let us understand that Gomer, in her wickedness, in her sin, was loved by God. Isn't it wonderful? Some people have this notion that if I could get cleaned up, then God could love me. Baloney. You can never get cleaned up so much that God could declare you righteous. And you'll never get so cleaned up that God can't see the fact that you're a sinner. But I'll tell you something, God loves you anyway. Turn to Him. Repent of your sin. He'll forgive you. He'll make you righteous as He is. Oh, what a Savior. Gomer. Gomer. She was something else. What a mess. Gomer. She represents Israel. She represents Israel. Israel had gone after other gods. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chhuae Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chilhoweybaptist.com.